morning, everyone. You're very welcome to this feast of Our Lady of Knock. We begin our Mass, as always, by praying the entrance antiphon. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. We remember in this Mass the happy repose of the soul of Linda Martin, who will be buried after a funeral service at 11 o'clock this morning uh, in Gray's Funeral Parlour. <clears throat> Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God of mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, Lord God, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who gave hope to your people in time of distress, grant that we who keep this memorial of the Blessed Virgin, Our Lady of Knock, may through her intercession be steadfast in the faith during our earthly pilgrimage to heaven, and so come to eternal glory with all the angels and the saints. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated for the first reading. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. The people that walked in darkness has seen a great light. On those who live in a land of deep shadow, a light has shone. You have made their gladness greater. You have made their joy increase. They rejoice in your presence as men rejoice at harvest time, as men are happy when they are dividing the spoils. For the yoke that was weighing on him the bar across his shoulders, the rod of his oppressor, these you break as on the day of Midian. 
For all the footgear of battle, every cloak rolled in blood is burnt and consumed by fire. For there is a child born for us, a son given to us, and dominion is led on his shoulders. And this is the name they give him, Wonder Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Wide is his dominion in a peace that has no end for the throne of David and for his royal power, which he establishes and makes secure in justice and integrity. From this time onwards and forever, the jealous love of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord. The response to the psalm is, may the name of the Lord be blessed forevermore. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. May the name of the Lord be blessed both now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, praised be the name of the Lord. High above all the nations is the Lord. Above the heavens is glory. Who is the Lord like the Lord our God? who has risen from on high to his throne, yet steps from the heights, stoops from the heights to look down, to look down upon heaven and earth. From the dust he lifts up the lowly, from the dung heap he raises the poor, to set him in the company of princes, yes, with the princes of his people. Please stand to greet the gospel. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessed are you, Holy Virgin Mary, and most worthy of all praise, for the Son of Justice, Christ our God, was born of you. Alleluia. <coughs> the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A genealogy of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, Tamar being their mother. Perez was the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram was the father of Abnibnab, Abnibnab the father of Nason, Nason the father of Salmon, Salmon was the father of Boaz, Rahab being his mother. Boaz was the father of Obed, Ruth being his mother. Obed was the father of Jesse, and Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, Asa the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, Joram the father of Azariah, Azariah was the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Amon, Amon the father of Josiah, and Josiah was the father of Jeconiah and his brothers. Then the deportation to Babylon took place. 
After the deportation to Babylon, Jeconia was the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, Abiud the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, Azor the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Achim, Achim was the father of Eliud, Eliud was the father of Eliadzor, Eliadzor the father of Mathan, Mathan the father of Jacob, and Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called Christ. This is how Jesus Christ came to be born. His mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they came to live together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a man of honor and wanting to spare her publicity, decided to divorce her informally. He'd made up his mind to do this when the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because she has conceived what is in her by the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you must name him Jesus, because he is the one who is to save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill the words spoken by the Lord through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, a name which means God is with us. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. On a wet and foul evening in 1879, the parish priest of Knock was in his house trying to keep warm and comfortable when there was a knock at the door and some people stood there and said that there was a vision on the gable wall of the church. The wind howled and the rain blew and the priest looked at the people and he looked at the weather and then he chased them and regretted it all the days of his life. I have great sympathy for that priest because if I were sitting in my house and somebody appeared in the door on a foul evening and said, there's a vision on the wall of this church, I'd be inclined to chase them too. And I think that is part and parcel of the mystery of Knock. A mystery being uh, an invitation to know more. And the fact of all, first, that the, the vision took place among ordinary poor people, not to the theologians and the professional Christians. Um, a learning, a warning against clericalism in its start. And then we come to the vision itself. First of all, what took Our Lady to the wilds of Mayo? It's a difficult place to get to, and so on and so forth. And then we discover that Mayo was the county from which the greatest number uh, per capita of people emigrated around the world, bringing the message of Knock with them. We have the vision itself cloaked in mystery because there was no message and it appealed to people with imagination. 
people, appeals to people with faith-filled imagination. Because we see Our Lady, St. Joseph, St. John, and the Lamb on the altar. It's the Holy Family plus St. John. But it's the Holy Family seen not in a physical sense, but a sense which brings out the meaning that here we have the mother of the Lamb of God, St. Joseph, the foster father, and then the great mystical evangelist, St. John, we're invited to try and penetrate this wordless apparition. What does it mean? It tells us so much about the reality of family life, which we link into our daily lives. And we're invited to see in our family lives, not just the daily struggle to uh, survive, but also the enormous spiritual reality that the family embodies. We see in Joseph standing slightly back, the adopted father, but the man who was able in his weakness to care for Our Lady and the infant Jesus. And in this year of St. Joseph, we uh, allude particularly to the presence of Joseph in the apparition of Knock. We look at John, that most challenging of the evangelists, who invites us to explore the reality of God with us. And we come back and end on that wonderful introduction to the Gospel of Matthew. There was a time when I thought that was just gobbledygook. And now it's nearly one of my favorite pieces of scripture. This list of names of saints and sinners. They're murderers, adulterers, thieves, con men, saints, powerful, just rulers, unjust rulers in that list. And any pious Jew would see in that the whole wonderful range of humanity, both good and evil. And it's into this motley context that God intrudes himself and sends his son and to be God with us. As we celebrate the feast of Our Lady of Knock, may we do what is asked of us. May we use our faith-filled imagination to plumb the depths of God with us, made present by the vision of his mother, his adopted father, and this, the image of himself as the Lamb, the Lamb of God. And may we be open to <clears throat> investigating our daily lives with an air of wonder, the same sort of wonder that the young children and the people of Knock experienced in front 
of this uh, wondrous apparition which challenged them to know more like any mystery but also confirmed them in their belief and knowledge that God is with us. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, and become for us the bread of life. Excuse me. Sorry about that. I had filled uh, two cruets with water instead of one with wine. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, to become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Lord, sanctify these gifts which we offer you and grant through the example of the Blessed Virgin Mary that our hearts may always seek out and treasure the things that are yours through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to praise your mighty deeds in the exaltation of all the saints, and especially as we celebrate the memory of the Blessed Virgin Mary, to proclaim your kindness as we echo her thankful hymn of praise. For truly, even to earth's ends, you have done great things and extended your abundant mercy from age to age. When you looked upon the lowliness of your handmaid, you gave us through her the author of our salvation, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, 
Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took <coughs> the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, my Lord and my God. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with Saints Comgol, Columbanus, Gaul, and Malachi, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world, be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Noel, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. 
To our departed brothers and sisters, particularly Linda, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Glorious things are spoken of you, O Virgin Mary, for he who is mighty has done great things for you. And now I invite those attending this Mass by podcast to make a spiritual Holy Communion as we pray the prayer written by St. Alphonsus Liguri. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. 
Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you have already come and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, embolden me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Never permit me to be separated from you. From the evil enemy, defend me. At the hour of my death, call me and bid me to come to you, that with your saints I may praise you from age to age. Amen. Let us pray. Having been nourished at the banquet of the heavenly Lamb, we humbly beseech you, Lord, that we who have honored in veneration the memory of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, may live for you always in justice and holiness and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I regret to say that there will be no confessions immediately after this Mass today because I have to go and celebrate the funeral at 11 o'clock. We'll have uh, confessions tomorrow after Mass as usual. The Mass is ended. Go in the peace of Christ. And I wish you all a very pleasant day.